Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of the Entrepreneurial You. Copy is, is really what the parts of the text and the parts of the content that you use in order to make an offer or to invite people to sign up for something or to sell something and that leading to a sale. Welcome back to the Entrepreneurial You. I'm your host, Henneka Watkins-Porto. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, Peak Performers. Are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive working environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then, Bookophilia is the place to be. Today's guest joins us to talk about content writing for entrepreneurs. She has extensively worked as a copywriter and in advertising on two continents. This has been invaluable in pitching her scripts to Hollywood and as a freelance copywriter and marketing consultant in the U.S. and other parts of the world. She helps clients hone their strategy and help their brand messages. She's currently co-authoring a book called The Vinci Dilemma, addressing the challenge of distraction caused by having too many talents and ideas. I'm happy to welcome Lisa Rothstein to the Entrepreneurial You. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, great to be here. Awesome. So I have a fun question for you before we get rock and rolling. If you were at a friend's or relative's house for dinner and you find a dead insect in your salad, what would you do? <laughs> that is a fun question. Um, I think that, um, well, probably if I were being polite, I would just make it, you know, just make it go away. I would just like make it disappear into my napkin and, and continue eating my salad as if nothing had happened. Um, but, but if, depending on the relative or friend, I might like pick the insect out of my salad and pretend to make it talk like in a little voice like this and have, and say, you know, I'm really just so happy that you invited me to dinner. And, and I just, I hope I, I hope I didn't eat too much <laughs> <You know? laughs> because I just like to be creative with, with what I yeah, find. So. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're segueing pretty much, you know. Um, so nicely into what we're going to be talking about. But before we jump into that too, I want you to, to share your Twitter handle and website so that along the way, uh, our listeners can connect with you. Okay, well, I have a, a few different names on, on the internet. If you want to connect with me on Twitter, um, you'll be looking for at Da Vinci Diva. So it's like Leonardo Da Vinci and then, and the word diva after that. Um, that's, that's having to do with my book that you mentioned, uh, The Da Vinci Dilemma, which is going to be coming out later in 2017. Um, and you can find me on Facebook at uh, facebook.com. The Lisa Rothstein is my personal profile and uh, facebook.com. Your Creative Consultant is my business page. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I don't do much on Instagram. Uh, and, uh, that's about it. Oh, and, if, and, uh, at the end of this broadcast, um, I was going to be giving away something. I'll mention it to you right now. If you go to lisarothstein.com forward slash copy brainstorm, you'll be able to download a terrific little tool that I use with my clients to help them create their own copy. So, um, but you can find out more about me at lisarothstein.com. And on that note, what is copywriting? 
Yeah, so this is this is important for people to know uh, because people get very confused. First of all, copywriting has nothing to do with the word copyright, which you will hear about in like a legal profession and things like that. So a lot of people don't get these things confused because they sound the same. They're spelled differently. They're totally different things. Copyright in, le in legality terms has to do with um, protecting your, your information um, with a trademark or, or something like that so nobody can steal it. What I do is totally different. It has to do with writing. Copyright does not have to do with writing. Copywriting has to do with writing the kinds of texts and the kinds of content that sells your, uh, your products and services. So it's a little bit different than content writing because not because all copy is content, but not all content is copy. If that makes any sense, mm, makes all so, the sense in the world. Yeah, but you're going to elaborate, ask, right? <laughs> I am. No, I've never had anybody ask me to make that distinction before. But so, for example, a blog is content, but it's not copy. A podcast is content, but it's not really copy. But the parts of the of the podcast where we might offer something or sell something that would you would consider consider copy. Because copy is is really what is the t is the t is the parts of the text and the parts of the content that you use in order to make an offer, or to invite people to sign up for something, or to sell something, um, that leading to a sale. You know, so that's that's really what all that's about. And on top of that, then there's a the confusion because there's lots of different kinds of copywriting. When I was in the advertising business, and maybe some of your listeners have, have watched the the t television show Mad Men which was from a few years before I started, but still, that was the kind of copywriting that I used to do. The Peggy character who wrote ads for lipstick and things like that, Those are the kinds that, that was the kind of copywriting that I did for many, many years. And that's great for big brands, and, and it's kind of old-fashioned, but people still do it. When you watch a television commercial or you read a, a, an ad in a magazine or you hear something on the radio, that's, a, that's copywriting, too. But for, po most, for most of the people listening to this radio podcast right now, the copywriting that you're going to be doing has more to do, it's more what we call direct marketing copywriting. It's the kind of thing where you would put in, on a landing page or in email or on an online sales page or something like that. And it's a very different style than what, than, than what you would see on, you know, on TV or like Coca-Cola or McDonald's would be doing. So, um, so that's the first misconception a lot of people have is that they think they have to be so clever and witty, like the, you know, they have to grab attention the way that a TV commercial does. And you want to grab attention, but not the same way in our world, in the entrepreneurial world. It's, it's very different. And how important is it to nail that copy to make sure that our message is being, you know, spread and received just in the manner we intended Well, it's as you as your question implies, it's it's essential. It's super important because think about it. When you're at a networking event and you and you're talking to somebody, you have a chance to explain yourself. Like if somebody doesn't understand what you do or you want to give them more information, you can answer their questions and you're right there. But your copy is sitting on the internet or or in a in a letter that you send or something if it's offline, um, and you're not there to to help them along to figure stuff out. They have to get it. When they read it, they have to understand what you're selling or what you're trying to tell them and, and what you're trying to get them to do and why they should do it, why it's important, um, without any help from you. So it's kind of it's kind of standing in for you. Um, so that's that that maybe makes you feel like there's a little bit of pressure on you to get it exactly right. And and there is, but the good news is it's not as hard to get it right as a lot of people think it is. Because again, you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be um, like a madman, and you don't have to be even a great writer. 
Um, and, I, and I'm not saying that just to make your, your listeners feel good. It's absolutely true that, that, that writing in a more authentic way, like you would talk, is way more effective for someone in business, an entrepreneur in business who deals directly with customers. Um, it's way more effective to do it that way than just than to come up with just do it, you know, or some kind of clever tagline for your business. Everybody's always asking me to do that for them. And I'm thinking, you don't want that because it's not just that it's not that you don't deserve it. It's that it doesn't work in our world. It's, it's too slick. You want to be more um, human about it. So the good news is that, that the more you understand your customer and what they're looking for, what problems you're solving for them, and the more you just talk about those things, which you already know how to do or you wouldn't be in your business, you, the, 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 the better it really is. But I think a lot of people don't want to believe it's that simple. Mm, you said something very, you know, it, it, it's very important that you write, you need to think about writing just the way you, you talk. You know, sometimes I believe um, why we're so afraid is that we're overthinking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Listen, even writers, even people who write for a living get, get paralyzed by the blank page. They want everything to sound exactly right, be exactly right. And you're like, what do I put down there? Where if you were just um, chatting with a friend, you wouldn't sit there thinking, I wonder if I'm saying the right thing. Oh, is this the right word? You know? So as a people who have that kind of paralysis, one of the exercises you can do, and it may not even be an exercise, you may decide to just continue to do this, is to actually just talk your copy. You know, you can, you can record yourself talking and, and then you can have it transcribed and then you can use that as a, um, as a uh, kind of a rough draft. Um, one of the things I love to do with, uh, with my clients and students, because uh, I do teach people about writing copy as well, is um, I, if I'm in a, uh, a room where people can pair off, and you can do this with a friend, um, I have people you know, choose a partner, and then I, pr- and I make one of them pretend, okay, you are the, your ideal client. You're the person that you're talking to. And now you're going to your therapist to talk about your problems. And so one of them plays the therapist and one of them plays the, the client. And I'm like, okay, you know, you can even lie down if you want to. And somebody should, re- somebody should record what you're saying. And so now I want the therapist to ask you questions. Okay, so why did you come in here today? What, what seems to be the problem? Oh, well, you know, um, supposing this person's a relationship coach and her, and her client is someone who wants to find, you know, uh, the man of her life or something. She might come in and she might say, oh, gosh, you know, I haven't had a date in like two years and I, I really feel like it's never going to happen for me. And the, and the therapist can say, well, okay, well, tell me more. Why is that a problem? Oh, my God, I'm so lonely. And when I go to my family for the holidays, everyone's always asking me when I'm going to get married and I don't even have anybody that I'm seeing and I feel like such a loser. And I, I, when I go on a cruise or on vacation, they always, it always costs me more. And, and I feel horrible uh, you know, on Valentine's Day when everybody else has a date and I don't. I mean, I, whatever they might say. Or, you know, I want to have children and, I, and it's getting late for me and I'm afraid I'm going to die and I'm not going to have kids. Um, I mean, you can, you can say the kinds of things, I mean, you, as, as, as wild and wacky as you want, this is not necessarily going to go into your sales copy, but it does kind of give, put you in touch with the real feelings of the person that you're talking to. So, so that when you actually listen back to your recording of you pretending to be this person, you could actually take some of that and put it into your copy. You know, do you, do, do you, have, have you been out of relationship for so long you're afraid it might never, you might never find another one? Um, do you dread uh, family um, family uh, reunions because of all the questions you'll be asked by everybody? Do you hate going on holiday alone? 
do you worry that 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 your biological clock is ticking and you and you may you, it may be too late for you to start a family? I mean, those kinds of things. If you think that that's what's bothering your people, if you put that in your copy, they're going to go, "Yeah, that's me. She understands. Oh my God, that's 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 amazing. How does she know?" Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's it's as if approaching it as though you're talking to a real person because you are talking to yes, a real person. Yes, and that that's one of the big tips that that I that I talk about a lot. Each person who reads your stuff, they're reading it by themselves. You may think, oh, I'm talking to millions, potentially millions of people, but each human being who reads your stuff, they're all alone. It, they are having a conversation in their mind with you, just them. So don't never ever. Write your copy like you're writing to a big crowd of people. Hey, everybody! Don't even say that on your on your podcasts or if in your webinars. Don't say "Hey, everybody!" or um, "All of you out there who have this problem, I here's I'm talking to you." Never do that. Always act as if. In fact, when I work with people, I even draw a picture of who their ideal client might look like, like a cartoon, and I and I give them a name. And it's like, okay, if her name is Susan, you're talking to Susan right now. Think about Susan, only talk to Susan, and then all the Susans of the world will feel like you're talking to them, you know? But if you talk to a room full of faceless, nameless people, you'll, you aren't going to make that human connection that's, that is so essential um, for, uh, you know, for a copy to really land with people. But you'll notice that the stuff that I said before that I said you could use in your, adverti- in your sales copy, I didn't have to write that. That wasn't um, literary genius. It's just the way people talk. You know, anybody can do it. It's not, I, and that's a myth. I think a lot of people think, oh my God, I have to be a talented copywriter. It's true. I know a few tricks and I have, and I do this for a living. So yes, it might be a little bit easier for me to just sit down and, and, and crank it out or I can take something that you've done and maybe tweak it to make it a little bit more uh, a little bit more direct or a little bit more logical, make the flow a little bit better. But really, it's up to you to understand who your client is and what their problems are and how you solve those problems. It's not up to, I, mean, I can help you express it maybe a little clearer. But if you don't know the, the answers to those questions, it's not, it, I think I see a lot of people hiring a copywriter too early when they don't understand what their business is about and who their ideal client is and what their problems are. And they expect the writer to kind of figure that stuff out for them. And they think their problem is that they don't know how to write. But their problem is not that they don't know how to write. They don't know what to write because they don't know really what they're selling or who they're selling and it they're, to. And who they're selling it to. Very important point. So we, we take a break on that point, Lisa, uh, so I can thank my sponsor. And when we come back, we want to talk about uh, the importance of storytelling in copywriting. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal. But we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee, and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students, and professionals who want ideas, innovation, and inspiration. They have a wide variety of high-quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings, and art exhibitions, and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture, and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you for hanging with us. We go into something spicy in, in copywriting, you know, well, something more spicy because we've been, ta- we've been talking all spice since we got on. And that's using stories in copywriting and the importance of crafting a story. 
Oh, yeah. This is something that's very hot to talk about right now, but it's always been um, a terrific tool to use. And a lot of people get confused. What does it even mean, storytelling? And is it, does it have to be all about me or and, and things like that? So there's a few different kinds of stories um, that you can tell in, in your copy. There's That's enough for like an entire, a lot of people have done whole courses about this. Um, but um, there, storytelling is great because people have always loved stories um, and it, we're wired for story and, it, and story helps create connection. When you tell stories about yourself in your, in your copy, um, for example, if you are, if you have experienced some kind of a transformation or a breakthrough and you are now selling something that's based on your own experience, having come through some kind of a problem or something like that, then telling your own story does two things. One, it connects you with your client. It says, I understand what you're going through. Look what happened to me. And I came through and here's what happened. Um, so I so I can understand where you are right now and how to lead you through it. And then it also gives you credibility. I've done it. I've been there. I solved the problem. And now I'm going to help you solve the problem. So that's one kind of story. Um, and, but then you can also tell stories about, um, about uh, your clients. Um, and how they how they transformed or had you know your success stories and things like that. If you don't have any of those, you can use parables. I mean, uh, and fables and parables and stories that to kind of make a point. Um, the way you might have seen in the Bible or Aesop's Fables or something like that. People speak. Uh, people who make speeches do that all the time. They'll tell a story about like a mythical person. But the whole idea is a story has a beginning, middle, and an end. And usually a story starts off with. Some the character or whoever whoever the story is about is just minding their own business, and then something terrible happens, or something exciting or challenging happens, and then they have to somehow get out of that problem or solve that challenge. And then the end of the story is: do they solve it or don't they solve it? And and then they and then you know how they've changed because of that, because of having gone through that experience. So those all, pretty much all stories share that that structure. Um, and so it's good to look in your business for where you might have um, stories like that about yourself, about your clients, um, stories that demonstrate a point that you're trying to make, um, and then use those. You can sprinkle them around in Facebook posts, in your emails, in your sales pages, in your videos, and things. And it really does help keep people engaged and, um, and, and on the edge of their seat listening because they want to know what happens in the end. As an expert in this area of copywriting, Lisa, what is the one thing that bugs you <laughs> when you look at copy, um, you know, the, the copies that you're seeing around? Mm. The thing that bugs me the most, and this is a common thing between even big companies do this and little entrepreneurs do this. They, and and this is, it, solving this solves a million problems, but most people forget. They talk too much about themselves. They talk about themselves too much and too soon. My mission is blah, blah, blah. My modality in coaching is blah, blah, blah. We believe in quality and we believe in this. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you do. I don't care if I'm the customer. I only care about myself and how you help me and solve my problem. Talk to me about me first and how you understand me. Meet me where I am. And now I'm listening. It's like, okay, uh, I have, you, you've, you've, you've demonstrated that you understand what my issues are and what I want. Um, and you say you have a solution or something to help me. Okay, now I want to know how. Well, how do you do that? Well, here's how we do that. So, it, so, the, but the, but the problem is most uh, coaches and consultants and and big companies too sit there and think, what should we tell people about what we do? And that's the first thing they think of, and it's the last thing anybody's interested in. 
um, until, you know, you've heard the expression, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I, it's kind of a platitude, but it, it just, it just doesn't work to do it that way. You have to share that information, but there's a time for it. And the time is after you've gotten their attention by talking to them about them. Um, and I, and some people, some, some companies and, and entrepreneurs never get around to talking to the customer about what's really first, for, first and foremost in their mind. And that's why they don't really earn the right to sell them anything. And, and, and for this, the, the same reason that, you know, they don't get the attention is that everybody is focused on what is in it for me. You know, right. they're tuning to that station, W-I-I-F-M. F-M. That's <laughs> what right. is in absolutely. it for me? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And the, the good news about this is for people who, the good news about this for people who are maybe a little bit um, hesitant about doing their own writing is most of the people I know who worry about copy are worried about like, what do I say about what I'm doing? What, who, what do I call myself? What do I say? It's like, don't worry about that right now. Worry about how you can write to your customer about what's important to them. And that's a lot easier actually to write about. I mean, just like I, just like in the therapist exercise I was talking to you about before, it's, it's, it's pretty natural. Like if I sat down and asked you, what's the, you know, who the people you're selling to, what do they want? Well, they want this, they want that, they, they worry about this, they worry about that. Well, let's, let's write about that then. Let's write about that first. And then you can say, you know, and then when people are nodding along saying, oh, wow, she really gets me. It's like, well, I have great news. I have a solution for your problem. Really? You do? I really believe you, you can fix it now because you've demonstrated how much you understand it. Great. I really want to know now. So now they're asking for the solution, not not feeling like, oh, shut up and stop selling me things, right? Um, and so that's that's the biggest mistake that people that uh, companies of all sizes make this mistake. Um, they forget um, how to have a conversation with with people bef- before they sell them. Right. So our community of pea performers are listening right now, Lisa and. I am just looking at one now who's probably saying, okay, I have this next, um, you know, ad I want to, to send out. I want to craft a news, not a newsletter, but I want to craft an e-blast so I can send out to my audience. Take us through that moment. Let's say they're selling uh, clothes, um, ladies' shorts, for example, and they want to now connect with their, with their audience. Um, take us through that step of copywriting. <laughs> Well, I mean, a lot depends on how much they've already engaged with people. So here's, this is an important point. If you're just sending out emails only when you have something to sell, then you're probably, um, you know, you're not going to have as good results. If you sometimes send emails that also just talk about the other things that people are talking about. For example, if your client sells clothes, then maybe you're talking about, um, you know, the latest trends in fashion or what people are wearing on, on the street, you know, these days and where, wherever, and basically showing that, or how, what, what the, what different celebrities are wearing and things like that, some kind of content that's not necessarily sales content. And then, you know, either at the end of the email or in the next email say, Hey, you know, um, if you liked what I showed you last time, here's, uh, we actually have some great, you know, some great shorts that do exactly that thing. If you liked what you saw Gwyneth Paltrow wearing on fifth Avenue last week, we have these, we have, you know, so these, these shorts, or if you're solving a problem, like, I don't know who your clients are, but maybe these, maybe these women, if they're women are, um, a little bit, say they're a little bit, uh, larger and they're, they're not sure that they can look good in shorts. It's like, here's how to look good in shorts, you know, wear solid colors, wear a bright colored top, 
um, you know, uh, uh, choose the right length for your shorts. I'm just making this up off the top of, of my head. I had no idea. <laughs> um, you know, uh, here's, here are the kinds of shoes to different, you know, if you're wearing Bermuda shorts, then make, make sure you wear a kitten heel. If you're wearing, uh, you know, short shorts, make sure you wear like platforms. I don't know. I have no idea if this is true, but you know, you're telling me stuff that's like, Oh yeah, that's actually a good tip. That's great. Oh, and Oh, by the way, here's my product. Oh, great. You know, and maybe make some recommendations about how to wear it. Tell them how they can best, like, oh, if you wear it with this shirt or with these shoes, it look you can you can dress it up, you can dress it down. So you're giving them, you're making them excited about the product by giving them um, ways that they can incorporate it into their life, um, and also understanding again, understanding what their what problems they're trying to solve. I mean, you're thinking, oh, what clothes don't solve problems? Well, yes, they do. If you if you're worried about your how big your butt is, clothes solve a big problem. You know, if you're worried about what to wear, you know, what can I wear to work that I can also wear out to dinner, you know, oh, well, these shorts, these city shorts come down to your knees, so they're totally appropriate for the office, and then you can put on a, a nice little blazer and go out to dinner. I'm, again, just making this up, but, you know, I don't know what, if, it, see how much fun it is to write copy when you kind of know what these people are caring about, though. It's not that hard, you know, and it's also not, here they, here it is, here's the price, uh, buy it. You know, it's, that's not copy, you know, it's, you have to kind of, you know, finesse it a little bit to where it's, to where it's, uh, you know, here, here's a structure I like to use. It doesn't necessarily work with clothing as much, but a structure I like to use is what I call like, this kind of a five-step process where it's like, oh no, I have this problem. Oh dear. I have this problem. Good news. We, we have a, we have a solution. Here's why it's great. Here's why it works. Um, you know, that's right. You never have to worry about this problem again and oh by the way we have an extra bonus thing but wait there's more so you see this on, on infomercial you see this on infomercials all and the it time. works oh <laughs> it does well, they, it works because i mean obviously it works so they wouldn't keep doing it and it's it's a little bit of a, of a story structure that that has been working forever oh no we have this incredible this terrible problem what here's why it's a problem it's a problem because of this it's a problem because of that what will we do good news Here's this fantastic product that solves all your problems. Well, I'm not sure it really works. Well, here's why it works. It works like this. It works because of that. Here are all these people who have tried it before. Here's why you can be sure it works. Really? I can, I can solve my problem? Yes, that's right. You could solve your problem with this fantastic product that does all these things. And if you buy right now, we'll send you two of them instead of one for the same price, you know, uh, or something like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, exaggerating to make a point, but it's you don't have to write that in that cheesy fashion but that structure works very very well when you have uh, any kind of a sales message to give so for for your example with the shorts it's like oh no you know summer is summer is coming and you want to be cool and comfortable but you don't want to look like you're going to the beach when you have to go to the office good news we've got these amazing shorts that that look as as formal as a as a skirt but will keep you comfortable in the summer, and here's why it, it, it you know, it's it's appropriate for the office because it's made out of gabardine and it looks, you know, professional, and yet it breathes and it's it's it it you know keeps you comfortable and cool, um, and you can throw on a nice little blazer and a or, and a lace top and and go out partying after after work. You know, that's right. You can you can definitely go to the office um, in in what you feel in what you know what used to be what you thought was beach clothes uh, because of these fantastic new amazing shorts. And oh, by the way, if you order right now, we'll give you 15% off and we'll give you free shipping and, uh, you know, and uh, a coupon for your next order, you know. So I basically just did it with your shorts without, you know, uh, just kind of off the top of my head. Obviously, if I had time to work on it, it would be nicer. But of course. It, it, it just, 
people say that, oh, this won't work for me and my product is different or my people is different. It's really not if they're not different. <laughs> you know, you, you could find a way to make to make, you know, those kinds of things work in your business. But you don't have to write in that style, but you do have to be thinking again, you'll notice that in, even in that last construct, I was talking more about like how, what they're, why, why they might want to buy these first before they would, you know, what's, what are they trying to accomplish by buying these things? What value you know? are you adding is the, right, is exactly. the main point. Right. Exactly. Right. And um, I'm getting building relationships, know your customer, build relationships and speak to them like real person, you know, not like um, statistics of, as part of your marketing campaign, but as real persons, you know, like how you would want to be treated and, and spoken to, you know, right. Right. <laughs> Indeed. Actually, actually mm-hmm. the last, the, the last thing that you mentioned is important. Also, how, who, who is this person, this one person, but also who are they to you? Like you, you need to kind of think about what's your role. Like imagine, imagine if this was a real person, are they your best friend? It's your girlfriend and you're sitting around having drinks and talking about clothes or are, are, are they kind of, are, are you to them sort of an authority and an expert and you're like the, you're like the, the editor of Vogue and they're like looking to you for advice, you know? Uh, so it's, it's really it, the tone of how you come across has a lot to do with what relationship you want to have with these people, you know, cause a different, you know, you, you might write in a different way if you're just saying, Hey, you know how, 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 you know, how hard it is to find clothes to wear to the office and, and also have that, that also look cute enough to go out. Well, we ju- I just found that these amazing, like, you know, shorts that just go, that just work for everything, you know, and you, you talk like that, whereas it's like, Oh, you know, fashion dictates that you, you know, that you, that you look office appropriate during the day and yet you would like to look elegant at night. Well, we have these, you know, we have designed these amazing uh, things and you're coming from a much more authoritative position, you know? Um, so that, so you have to think about who you, who you're showing up as too. Um, but that's a lot easier to, to know when you know who the other person is, because then you're like, okay, if we're having a relationship, who are they and who am I, who are we together? You know, are we friends or, or are we, um, you know, associates, uh, business uh, partners, colleagues, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then speak in that voice. It makes mm-hmm. it a lot easier to write. And it also makes it allows you to remain consistent over time. Because if in one email, you're like their best friend and the next email, you're like, you know, their Distant, lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> that, that they're going to be like, who the heck is this? I don't understand. Like, what is, what is this relationship about? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so if you have, if you keep it consistent and standard, you'll know how to show up every time. It'll be easier to write and they'll, they'll trust you more because they know what to expect when they, when you mm-hmm. show up in their inbox. So a very important point, as you, you know, you mentioned there, not just know who your customers are or who it is that you're speaking to, but to define who it is that you are as well. Who are you presenting to to these persons that you're speaking to? Awesome. And I can understand and I know our peak performers listening can understand why you are the expert and why you're on this podcast talking about, you know, um, copywriting and how to do it successfully. At this point, um, Lisa. I'm going to ask you to plug again uh, your Twitter handle, your website, and you, and remind us of your giveaway that you have for us. Okay, so my Twitter handle is Da Vinci Diva, and so that's where I talk about uh, mostly um, about uh, you know how to how to be uh, productive when you are multi talented. Um, and then on Facebook, you can find me at uh, the Lisa Rothstein or your Creative Consultant. Um, and what I would love to give away to your listeners is. A, um, a, a brainstorming tool. It's basically a form that you fill out. You just answer some questions and you'll see you're basically writing your copy for your, for your, for your product or your service right as you answer the questions. You can find it at lisarothstein.com 
forward slash copy brainstorm, all one word. Um, and, um, and you'll be able to download that right away. I think it even comes with a video that walks you through how to use it. Um, so, um, so I use this with my clients. It helps them get clear on their, on, on what they're selling, what the benefits are, um, all the things we've been talking about in this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Just a reminder that we have been talking with Lisa Rothstein. She is an expert in copywriting and advertising and, what a tremendous time we've had. And unfortunately, we've come to the end of it. But um, <laughs> we have learned enough and, and we know how to get in connect, um, get connected to you and know how to keep in touch. So thank you so much, Lisa, for coming on. You have been, you know, added value to what it is that we're doing here. And we appreciate it a whole lot. Thank you so much. I love empowering people to be the voice in their own business. And I want to encourage you to do that. If you've enjoyed this free podcast, please show your love and support by heading over to hennikawatkesport.com and click in the subscribe and iTunes button. Leave your rating and review and hopefully you will leave us a five star rating. We would really love that. Thank you to our peak performers for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Henneke Watkins Porter. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. What good?